another episode of Fangirl Gathering, the podcast. I went to Is for a very brief period of time on Thursday morning. And I, Rachel, am so interested in hearing all about the Comic-Con. A quick backstory to this Comic-Con. Um, I didn't know it was happening until literally like three weeks before it happened. There were only Thursday tickets available for $40, and it fell on my birthday. I thought that this was all fate, even though I knew I would only be able to be there like three or four hours um, on a Thursday, like the first day. But it was totally worth it, and I didn't get to see any of the crazy cool stuff which Rachel and I will jump into because... I have a lot of feelings about them, but for, for the record, I did have a lot of fun. Questions. Well, my first and most important question is how dare you not see Mark Ruffalo or Jared Leto, who were Two. at Emerald. New York City Comic Con. <laughs> Literally, it is one of the great tragedies of my life. Rachel was there for the other great tragedy, which is when her and I were like three days late getting to London, missing the final performance of Waiting for Godot with Sir Patrick Stewart and Sir, Sir Ian McKellen. And then another tragedy would be me not living in New York at the time when they did it on Broadway. But, yeah. Um, let me not only tell you about how upset I am that I missed both of them, because I did not see either of them on Thursday, but also a friend of mine was, I was texting him, and he was like, oh, I got free pass- press passes, and I went on Friday, and I was like, how was it? And he was like, really busy and overwhelming, and I might not go tomorrow. And I was like, I will take your ticket. And... This and within, and he's very Jewish, so he um, he does Shabbat. Mm-hmm. So like the sun goes down Friday and then goes through Saturday. So it's like sundown to sundown Friday to Saturday. Yeah. Um, and so there's like no answering phones, no answering Facebook, no text messages, blah blah blah. And so at like six thirty, I'm my I'm trying to get a hold of him. Like I will come pick up tickets right now. Da 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 da. And my phone froze. I couldn't get Wi-Fi. I was losing my mind. And within, like, 15 minutes, I was going crazy trying to get these tickets for free. I would have gotten free Saturday passes. Mm-hmm. But because my phone went crazy and because of Shabbat, I did not get them. Literally a fucking travesty. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I missed Ruffle of the Buffalo and Jared Leto. And I followed Jared Leto on Instagram. And I am not going to lie. I am about mm, two hours away because once this is over, I'm going to do it. Um, from downloading Snapchat simply to follow him because if I follow him, I would have known that he was in New York. <sighs> well, I secretly hated the photo that he posted that was like, they have no idea, ha ha ha. And I was like, your eyes look like Jared Leto's eyes. That's the thing is, I'm like, what would I have done if I'd seen him, looked in his eyes and been like, that, like, I, first of all, I would have hated myself if I didn't know. Second of all, if I didn't know, I would just be like, are you like how do you ask someone in a crazy suit like are you Jared Leto? Well, you that's when you I was thinking the same thing because you'd be like, "Oh man, that mask is weird." And then you'd look at them and be like, "Because we have fangirl sense." We'd be like, "Wait, something's not right." <laughs> you your eyes look like Jared Leto. Then you'd just go up to them casually and be like, "Hi, are you Jared Leto?" Lest we forget. And if he I, said and if he spoke if he spoke and said no, we would know because we know his voice. But what if he just shook his head? Then we would know. Because I was losing my goddamn mind mm-hmm. when I saw that. Both of them. Both of them. Okay, so secretly, I feel like this year was actually planning for when Rachel comes to visit next year and Fangirl Gathering takes over Comic-Con. It's gonna happen. So I'm, I'm pretty think- sure we can get press passes. Yes! I'm gonna work on it. Guys, if you listen to this podcast or keep watching our videos or keep liking our stuff, we'll get press passes. 
I will hook people up. Yeah. So what what cool things did you see at Comic Con? Did you go to any panels or like see any cool booths? Yes, I saw a lot of cool booths. I did not go to any panels, even though there were a bunch I wanted to go to. Like Thursday actually had a bunch of really cool ones that I could have gone to. There was like diversity in comics, which we know I'm all about. Um, there was Kevin Smith and the Comic Book Men. Mm-hmm. There was, like, a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle one. There was um, Sean Bean doing the second season premiere of Legend. There were all these things, but I actually opted to not do it because the Javits Center, where it's held, is friggin' huge. So I was like, if, like, I love going to Comic-Con and just walking the floor and seeing the people and seeing the artists. Like, that's how I did my first Comic-Con at Acon. That's how you and I, we usually, like, set aside a day at Emerald City, or at least, like, four hours, like, over the course of a couple days, to do that, because I just love the show floor, so I was opted to just do that, because if I had gotten in line for anything, I would have honestly, like, wasted a lot of my time, um, but probably would have gotten lost, because that place is huge. I got there, I like, (laughs) you know how Comic-Con works, Rachel? Yep. You don't know how Comic Con works. Rachel and I have whole videos dedicated to how to do Emerald City Comic Con. So I woke up at seven AM and then I got on the train by eight and I wore my TARDIS dress and I got in line. I did Will Call because I bought my tickets so late, but Will Call's pretty easy to get. And I got my ticket at nine. Okay. This is important, this timeline. I got my ticket at nine. The con opens at 10, so I get in line at the back of the line at, like, 9.05, because it takes five minutes to walk from Will Con to the back of the line. Somehow, on the way, I lost my badge. I don't know if she didn't put it on correctly or what, but at, like, 9.10, I was immediately, like, I don't have my badge, losing my shit, run all the way back to Will Call, and luckily, because I had just been there, they gave me another badge. Oh, Oh my my God. God. I was freaking out. So then I got back in line and went in and it was all fine. <laughs> yeah, for those of you who are in Seattle, Emerald City Comic Con three-day and four-day passes are already sold out. They sold out in 12 hours. Cons are becoming a thing now. Well, and here's the other thing about, because I was, I was there, I was mentally putting together a lot of comparisons between the two, and neither is better or worse than the other because they're just both so different. Mm-hmm. But... Read Pop, I think, is the company that now owns Emerald City Comic Con. So last year was the final year for Emerald City to be um, an independent con, and now it's part of this big, like, corporate con, which is fine, because, I mean, it was great, obviously, at New York. I do have some things that I didn't care for that I'll talk about, but for the most part, it was fantastic. This year, over 150,000 people came to this Comic Con this year. At New York. And in New York, it's a four-day event. So it's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Because Maybe because it was Thursday and it was early and it was the first day. But when I went, there were only like less than 10 of those TARDIS dresses that I have. And in Seattle, everyone has that dress. So there weren't a lot of those. And then the people who saw my dress were like, that's a really cool dress. And I was like, is this not sold in New York Hot Topic? Like, I know there's a Hot Topic in New York. That was interesting. And I, the reason I mentioned that is because... There were a lot of people in just, like, normal clothes. And I mean people, like, not even wearing comic book shirts, but wearing just, like, a plain t-shirt. So that was really weird. 
I know that there were a lot of people who dressed up because I've seen the pictures since of the Friday, Saturday, Sunday group. Um, there were uh, several Harley Quinns that were the comic book Harley Quinn, not the Margot Robbie, like, shorted up baseball bat carrying um, Harley Quinns. There were several Jokers. Hashtag kind of already over it. There was a Riddler. There were a couple of Riddlers, and one of them was a lady, and that made me really happy because I think they should bring back the Riddler instead of the Joker. Um, there were lots of Deadpools. However, they were not as clever as the Emerald City Deadpools because there you had Wedpool, <laughs> Chefpool, and Pikachu Deadpool. And at Comic-Con, you just had, like, regular Deadpool. I don't even know where panels... No, they have a variety of floors, and panels were held in, like, different floors than the main showroom, which is, like, Emerald City. Yeah. Um, but, like, I didn't even get near any of that because their main show floor is friggin' huge. And there were lines for everything. New Yorkers love to wait online. So there were huge lines for, like, toy companies that I had never heard of. Funko Pop had a gigantic line. Do you mean lines, like, to see the merch or, like, lines to get... Did they have it sectioned off where you had to get in line to go see the merch? Yep. or what? And Funko Pop's lines were so crazy that you couldn't... Like, I'm not used to being, like, barred off from merchandise, and that's what some of these were, was, like, you were not allowed into the area unless you have waited online because it just gets so crazy. Now, for those who don't know, Funko Pop does the really cute little um, animated kind of toys. So there's, like, super cute Doctor Who ones. There's the Avengers ones are adorable. They had gigantic versions that I took pictures of that are on the Facebook page. Um, huge, there were just huge lines, like Loot Crate. By the way, Loot Crate doesn't pay me to say this, this and I don't use them, but this is what they do. Um, is they are, They're a subscription box, a monthly subscription box, much like a CSA or a um, makeup box, birch box, and things like that. But they fill it with nerdy stuff. So, like, nerdy t-shirt, nerdy toys, like, mugs. Um, I, I know some friends who got the Pollos Hermanos apron from um breaking bad uh if you listen to the nerdist and chris hardwick he talks about them all the time not only because they sponsor his show but also because he like actually wears the stuff that you get he gets um so they had a gigantic line um there was some weird like chevrolet thing that i don't even know what it was for they were just like huge four by fours in the middle of the center and then a huge line marvel of course had a huge line um, there was a build your own Lego section that was adorable because they were like little kids. There were a lot of kids. There were a lot of kids. Oh no, but there were a lot of kids. I mean, it was a school day. Oh yeah, because you went on a Thursday. I went on a Thursday. These kids are go probably going Thursday and Friday. Um, I'm a nanny up here in New York because my life is hella classy. And <laughs> these kids like, are never in school. These kids have been in school, I think, th five weeks. They've only had two full weeks of regular school because they've had all sorts of crazy off days for a variety of um, holidays and whatnot. But <laughs> these kids, they're just like a bunch of kids. And I was just like, you, you, you don't go to school. Kids in New York just don't go to school. My parents would have never let me out of school for a Comic-Con ever. Me neither. It's been, well, I feel like some of these parents, I'm like, why did you bring your kid? Like, Spend these two days without going with your kid, and then bring them on the weekend. For the independent booths and things like that, for the individual artists, did they have queue? Did you have to queue up the same way? No, nope. um, I did not, and I really appreciated that, and they were super nice. Um, 
there was one group that I stopped and talked to who do a comic called The Complete History of Beer in comic book form. That was really rad, and those dudes were super nice. Uh, I highly recommend looking at them. There was another one called Kill Shakespeare. They, I didn't get to chat with them because they, there was like two or three people who were like really engaged with conversation. So even though I waited to talk to them, like I was just running out of time and they were like, we'll talk to you in a minute. We promise. They were really nice, but Kill Shakespeare looked super cool. Um, there are a couple lady comics. There was a girl who wrote something called Curls about a girl with curly hair. That was really nice. And there weren't any lines for that. It was all of the like, because I feel like you go to New York Comic Con, for the same reason you would go to like San Diego Comic Con. You go to get the preview stuff and the uh, con specific stuff. You don't necessarily go to talk to like you little independent people. And that was the one thing that really bothered me. Like I've always been very like by local. And so it was kind of a bummer to just see like all of these huge corporate things getting all of this stuff and then these like just rando little artists who are like i made a cool comic and i'm selling it who wants to talk to me and like no one has time for them that being said remember i went thursday morning Mm -hmm. so it could have been totally different saturday afternoon that's just the vibe i got i mean like there were a lot of really cool things that i saw and i put them all up in the facebook because i want to promote them like and i tried to link i didn't link anything but i wrote their names down and Mm -hmm. i'll try to link um at some point but there were, and I have all the business cards, because as we know, when Melissa does con, I just grab business cards and then, like, put everything on Pinterest. Um, and they had a lot of really cool art stuff. Like, they had really, these amazing Doctor Who cards, really great artists. Um, I tagged Rachel in a picture of a Jack Skellington that looks really terrifying. Um, I think that was Metro Orange who did that. Uh, who also had a Pulp Fiction Jack Skellington. Ah! Uh... Oh there were also like a ton of corporate booths that sold like the books that like you would buy at anthropology like shakespeare star wars that i'm like or stuff that you can get at barnes and noble yeah yeah. also their customer service was really rude because i like i also want to go chat with people like i like that i love talking to artists and i bought a doctor who book because there was a 50th like anniversary special set of books for doctor who and there were five bucks and i was i like actually left and then came back and i bought the eighth doctor book i have but those guys like wouldn't even like look at me and i was just like this is stupid but that's the vibe i got from the corporate booths i didn't get that from any of the smaller local booths like there was some adorable little um someone does like really cute supergirl pinups so i have like a really cute harley quinn business card of her as a pinup that lady was really nice or my favorite rachel rachel i put a picture of this i think you commented my favorite was this woman who did these beautiful plushies she had all of the dwarves from the hobbit and a thrandil and she had all of the doctors including john hurt war doctor and she was so nice and bubbly and just, like, wonderful to talk to. And that's what I like, is I like the people who, like, want to chat with you. But if you're going to have, like, Barnes & Noble setups, then I don't want to go to con. I don't want to pay $30 for that. 
Well, that's what everyone's fear is for this next year in Seattle, but Nathan Fillion's coming, so we'll see how it goes. So Nathan Fillion was at the New York Comic Con, didn't get to see- let's talk about who I didn't get to see. <laughs> Nathan Fillion, met him, yeah. Jewel Stake, met her. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to pull up, like, the full list. Like, Finn Jones, who met her. I don't think Billy Piper wound up going. My phone. Paul Shear for anyone who listens to How Did This Get Made, which is one of my favorite friggin' podcasts. Yeah, Bruce Board. Campbell, Brian Cranston, Chris Carter. Oh, you asked me about that. Yes, I did, because apparently there's supposed to be an X-Files panel, and so you said you did not. I did not, know <laughs> because I, I only had like four hours on a Thursday. Yeah. All of the liars from Pretty Little Liars were there. What? So that was there because ABC had a whole section about how they're changing their programming name to Freeform. But if you got in line, and once again, waiting in line, but it was really quick because it was like the first thing I did. I like walk in, I turn around, I see Pretty Little Liars, I run over. But you could put yourself into the intro, which I 1000% did because why the hell wouldn't you? (laughs) PLL, jump on this crazy train. That's my tagline for the show. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was, I mean, it was really interesting, and I would really, I'm really excited to go next year when you and I go with our press passes for free. Um, I'm really excited to do that and, like, actually go to some panels, see some things. Like, there was a Game of Thrones panel. There was a Firefly panel. So, Rachel, this is the list of people that I heard about but didn't actually want to tell you about. John Ruth Davies was there. Uh, David Duchovny was there. David Duchovny was at Comic-Con and you didn't go see David Duchovny? He was only there on Saturday. Okay, not your fault. <sighs> Can I tell you the but David, one, Rachel? If it's Elijah Wood, I'm going to personally fly to New York right... Oh my god! Are you kidding me? I'm a listener! Was he there on Thursday? No, he was there Saturday. <sighs> Okay, if we go next year and Elijah Wood is there, I'm going to lose my freaking mind. Um, so, Rachel, Love Actually Girl, who says that we don't even wear pajamas. Yeah. The one who's Tomo's sister. Yes. <laughs> she was there on Thursday and I didn't see oh, her. Oh, no! I would have met up with her just been like, dude, I love Love Actually. So your brother and his friends. God, I totally would have been like, you're really great in Buffy and Friends and Love Actually. But also, I'm obsessed with 30 Seconds to Mars. Be my best friend. So I can be best friends with your brother's band. Did you see any cool cosplays that you want to chat about? Some of the best cosplays were little kids. Like, there was a couple of really cute little girl Leia's and Padma's. There were a couple of really good doctors, one of whom was this, this, like, probably, like, really awkward middle schooler. And I put a picture of him on Facebook, and he had, like, when I was like, can I get your picture? Because he's a fourth doctor. Like, I want to see that. He was so like, oh, yeah, I sure do this. And I was like, aw, sweetie, you're at con. You're, you're amongst your people. Like, don't worry about it. But he was super awkward. Um, and the other thing, oh, I saw a really great little girl, second doctor. The thing about this con, though, was like, like, you meet people, you take pictures. I Oh, there was a great Cogsworth and, like, crew from Beauty and the Beast. They were up on Facebook. Because everyone's either going somewhere or waiting online, and there's a lot of, like, stop-start, you can't just stop and be like, can I get your picture? Because by the time you're like, hey, they're already gone. Or if they're in line and you're like, oh, can I get your... You've already been pushed past them because people are behind you. I'm used to, like 
having a little bit of space and walking around and like kind of being able to go at my own speed, this was not the case for New York. It was either walking as fast as you can to get somewhere or waiting online to get a toy. Um, there was a really great bunny from Donnie Darko, and because he had a mask, I am now paranoid that that was somebody famous that I didn't know. It was Jake Gyllenhaal! If that had wound up being Jared Leto, I would have lost my goddamn mind. Is yeah. there anything you wanted to share about Emerald City Comic Con? Like, good things, bad Comic-Con? things? That's what I meant. Maybe because you and I have done so many cons at this point, mm-hmm. just like walking around, I feel like I didn't accomplish anything, because mm-hmm. there was so much cool stuff, but... You, I forget how hard you have to plan. Oh, I made a friend in line. I made a friend with this little girl, not little girl, this girl who was like probably like 19 or something, who liked my dress and her and I chatted in line the whole way. That was really fun. <laughs> Usual con stuff, making friends. Mm-hmm. She was dressed as something from my bloody Valentine. And we talked a lot about, we talked about Supernatural. And she was like, I saw Misha Collins running down uh, through Central Park the other week. And I was just like, I'm sorry, what? Misha's in town? <laughs> yeah, well, if there's anything else you want to say, say it now or we're going to wrap up. I'm good. Y'all just need to follow us on the Facebook, on Tumblr, on YouTube. Feel free to uh, email us via our website, which is attached to our Facebook. Um, oh, and this, is, this podcast goes up on SoundCloud. So if anyone wants to listen to it on that, feel free to follow us on SoundCloud as well. Uh, And let me know if you have any suggestions on how to better do New York Comic Con slash how to find celebrities. Also, someone teach me how Snapchat works. Because I'm coming for you, Jared Leto, on Snapchat.